I heard someone say recently that if you're a Christian, but you're not a disciple, that that is believing a heresy. I'm not sure that's the right category. We could say you're making a mistake. We could say it's a tragedy. We could say it's not what God wants. Today, can you be a Christian and not be a disciple? Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing and sharing and ringing the bell so you can get all of our new content. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. Today we want to compare and contrast what it means to be a genuine, real Christian and a disciple of Jesus Christ and whether it's possible to be saved and to not be a disciple. We're going to look at five things that help us to understand exactly what discipleship is. First, let's consider the definitions of Christian and disciple. We'll start with Christian. We find the word Christian three times in the Bible, twice in the book of Acts and once in the book of 1 Peter. Let me read you one of the passages where it says that they were first called Christians in Antioch. This is Acts 11 verses 25 and 26. Then Barnabas departed from Troas to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that the whole year they assembled the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. The etymology of the word Christian is interesting. It starts with, first of all, the Greek word Christos, which means the anointed one. And then a Latin ending which actually means to belong to, as in a slave to. So we are the anointed one's servants. And this is why people think it was derogatory at first, that they were making fun of them, but that Christians took it on proudly because we really are servants or slaves to the anointed one. It is interesting in this passage that it says there that this is where the disciples were first called Christians. So they don't make a distinction between the disciples and Christians. The word disciple simply means learner, one who sits at the feet of someone else. It was used to speak of people officially setting before rabbis. It was used to speak of people who were setting before philosophers. And in their day, it was a common thing for people to commit themselves to one rabbi and become a disciple of that individual. So the 12 apostles became disciples. They learned from Jesus. The second thing that we want to talk about is how you become a disciple. First of all, you have to receive Jesus. The Bible says in John chapter one, verse 12, that as many as receive him, he gives the power to become a child of God. And then you are transformed. And if you love him, you want to keep his commandments. And so then we begin to live the things that God has revealed in our lives. We lay down our lives, we deny ourselves, we pick up our cross and we become disciples. The third thing that will help us understand this contrast between Christians and disciples is a passage out of 1 Corinthians chapter three about the rewards of Christians, that everything that we do is going to be judged, is going to be tested. Some will remain and some will be taken away. Listen to what the passage says. This is 1 Corinthians 3, 14 and 15. It says, if anyone's work, which he has built on endures, he shall receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, 
yet as though through fire. So there are gonna be some Christians which are gonna barely make it in. These are genuine Christians, but whatever they were doing, they were doing for the wrong motives. And when it is judged, they do not receive their rewards. And so they, they're saved as if through fire. So I think it's right for us to say that if you're a believer, but you are not doing the things that Jesus said disciples needed to do, then you're not really involved in discipleship. We could say of this Christian that they were not a good Christian, they were not a good disciple, and they barely made it in. Fourth, let's look at what Jesus had to say about being a disciple. This is Luke 14, verses 26 and 27. He says, if anyone comes after me and does not hate his father, his mother, his wife, his children, his brothers and sisters, yes, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. This is to tell us that the greatest love that we are to have is God's love. We know that we're told above all things to have a fervent love for one another. So we know we're supposed to love our father and mother, but the love that we have for Christ is to be above everything. We are to love God with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, our strength, and he is to be that highest priority in our lives. That is the first step of being a disciple. And then he goes on to say, and whoever does not bear his own cross, and come after me cannot be my disciple. To bear your cross, this is before Jesus went to the cross and it became a religious symbol. To bear your cross was to lay your life down, die to your own needs, your own desires, and live wholeheartedly for him. That's the role of a disciple for Jesus Christ, that we lay our lives down. We don't love our own life, but we love Christ and we are committed to him. The fifth thing, and this is important, we are told to go out in the world and make disciples. The Great Commission does not say, go out and make Christians. It says, go out and make disciples. So that if you are not living up to being a disciple, then you are not fulfilling what God has desired for you as a Christian. We come to him just as we are, but when we do, there is evidence and fruit in our life and there is a cost to it. So listen to what the Great Commission says. This is in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. I think that this makes it clear that God calls you to be a Christian and God calls you to be a disciple. At the same time, you surrender your life to him and you are born again. And every born again Christian is to become a disciple of Christ. So when he says that you will not be my disciple unless you pick up your cross and follow me, then we know that that's gonna be the evidence of really making a commitment to him. We become disciples. It has been said, it costs you nothing to become a Christian, but it costs you everything to be a disciple. We come to Christ and it is free through the grace of God. But once we come to him, there's something that happens inside of us. And we want now to live for him and do the things that God has called us to do. And on that day that he returns, I want to be found a faithful disciple. And I pray you do as well.